Hey there everyone, welcome aboard to the Football Weekly Podcast. This is your host Mayuresh Matkar and from this episode onwards we start the build-up towards the next season. We start in Spain today, we've got the Griezmann-Saul swap deal, we've got Barcelona's financial condition and the amount of chaos that's been created over there. We've got Real Madrid and their own transfer issues, we've got Rafael Varane and his possible transfer to Manchester United in this summer. But we start with probably the best player currently in Spain, which is Lionel Messi. We'll see out his contract details. So Lionel Messi, who's been a one-club man for nearly a decade and a half, he's currently unemployed. Technically, he's unemployed. He's still being considered as a Barcelona player, but he is unemployed. He's out of contract, so he's free to negotiate with all the different clubs and in reality the only clubs that can afford him are Manchester City, Paris Saint-Germain to a certain extent Manchester United as well but I don't think they will be taking they're interested in taking him Uh, Chelsea have got the money Um, Inter are interested but they don't have the money so in reality there are only three clubs with which we can obviously rule out Chelsea so Manchester City and Paris Saint-Germain only are the options for Lionel Messi but you know he's taking a 50% pay cut and he will be signing a new deal at Barcelona which will tie him up till 2023 with an option to extend till 2026 which might as well be a five-year deal so let me just break this down for you you know if Lionel Messi decides that he does not want to play, does not want to extend his career at Barcelona in 2023. Here's what he can do. He can tell the club that he wants to leave and the club will let him leave. But the amount of money that he will be earning over the five years will then have to be paid in those two years. So that's a bit of a gamble taken by Joan Laporta, the current president of uh, FC Barcelona. I don't understand why this clause has been uh, included in this deal. I mean, Lionel Messi makes tons of money elsewhere apart from his playing career. He's making money on brands and everything, Pepsi, and you know, he, he, he is he is a big brand. I mean, Lionel Messi, apart from a wonderful player, he's a brand, obviously. So it's a five-year contract. If he does extend after 2023 when he'll be 39 years old. Lionel Messi, when he last signed a contract extension, was promised to earn 550 million euros, which rounds up to 460 million pounds or 650 million US dollars. It was in 2017 where he was given this bumper deal at the new camp by the president back then, who was, uh, I mean, Everybody hates his name in Barcelona, Josep Maria Bartomeu, uh, which means he earned around 75 million euros every season, uh, again, which rounds up to 64 million pounds or 89 million dollars, US dollars, and that's a huge amount of money for one season. Uh, So, La Liga president Javier Tebas has said that Lionel Messi can't be registered as a Barcelona player unless a lot of cash is raised by the club 
As per the reports, Messi will take a huge pay cut, that is 50% wage cut, to stay with the club. The new contract also has a termination clause of 320 million, uh, 320 million pounds it is, uh, which also rounds up to 444 million US dollars. The contract will have a release clause of 600 million euros because, I mean, 600 million euros release with them, that doesn't make sense, you know, but... Again, getting into this, getting uh, getting get, get, get getting into this deal, I I I think it's a good thing that both the parties have met on halfways. I think uh, Lionel Messi had made up his mind halfway through last season that he was going to stay. It was no secret that he was not going to extend his contract. So now that everything has been finalized probably everything is uh, they can just sit tight now I mean Barcelona but that's not the case you know Paris Saint-Germain and Manchester City are wiped off the table they're not getting messy uh, but if I'm Lionel Messi and he's made his intentions clear that he wants to win the Champions League he ain't winning the Champions League this season with Barcelona. Not with this squad, to be fair. Uh, I mean, you look at brilliant players around the pitch. You look at uh, the likes of uh, Pedri and Messi. He's always Messi. You look at Frankie de Jong and the way Busquets has been playing since the turn of the year. You look at Messi's best friend, Sergio Aguero. You look at one of... Uh, sort out free agents this summer in Memphis Depay you have got a ready-made talent of your own in Ansu Fati so these are some people who you can be who can be trustworthy but they're not going to win you the Champions League and that's for sure one of the main reasons is they don't have much of an experience in that in, in that sense, apart from the likes of Aguero, I mean Busquets is always going to be there but I don't think Busquets is going to last the entire season. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say that, but you know he's he's not going to last the entire season. You look at the likes of uh, Pedri and Dion. I mean, Dion's coming off a big, big season, and then he's played the Euros. He might be back in a day or two, as I've heard from uh, the sources around the Barcelona training camp. Memphis Depay's already returned, so that's a uh, good news. Uh, I, I think, you know, it's going to take a huge toll on Messi. I don't see them building a squad which will guarantee them Champions League success in the next year as well, or even the year after, because the financial mess is, uh, is, is a huge one. And that is the reason why Barcelona are still in the pursuit of getting themselves a Super League and getting themselves to be one of the major parties involved in the Super League alongside teams who have been crumbled by this coronavirus like Juventus and Real Madrid. So now, I don't, I don't, I don't see Lionel Messi making up for the Champions League that he wants to win, not this year, not the next year as well. Maybe they can recoup some of the La Masia products, who I think who are very, very good. But I just don't see any optimism as of now in terms of European glory. 
they can win La Liga next season because the bar is very, very low. I don't see Real Madrid winning it. I see Real Madrid do giving up a challenge because that's what Real Madrid does. They're not going to go away. They're not going to shy off. They they're going to be there. You know. How however, it doesn't matter how much of a big squad that you generate. Real Madrid are always going to be around you. Atletico Madrid, in my view, at this moment, have got a better squad than Barcelona. So that's all with uh, that. I, I I just don't see them winning the Champions League. And to add to that, the defense, it's not a def it's it's not even a B or C grade defense. That defense will not even let you pass the quarterfinal stage. I'm sorry to say this. Jordi Alba at left back, when he tracks back to defend, he looks like a guy he looks like a guy who's having piano on his back. He's so slow. He does not want to track back. Clement Longley has been hopeless since his move from Sevilla. Gerard Piquet can't withstand the amount of expectations that we can actually offer on him. Oscar Mingetha, I mean, good luck with Oscar Mingetha. Who knows what is he going to do? Ronald Araujo, I think, is a very, very good centre-back. And Serginho Dest, I don't see him starting next season. It is going to be Emerson who was a very, very good player at Real Betis last season. I saw him very closely under Manuel Pellegrini, and he was a really, really nice right back. So if you can get another centre-back to groom around, so Ronald Araujo, that might just be the answer. You know, you have someone like Yannick Vestergaard, who's, who's one year away from being a free agent. You can cash on him. I mean raise some cash for instance but you need to do something the other thing is now for Barcelona to address is that they have got themselves into such a bad situation that they can't register their new signings for example Memphis Depay he has been signed as a Barcelona player but he can't be registered in the squad and that's because La Liga has got a salary cap now, a salary cap for La Liga, it's it's very, very strict in La Liga. So, you have to get your salary down to 200 million. I think that's what is the proper description of it. You have to get your salary at 200, salaries to 200 million. And I think even after Lionel Messi has taken that huge pay cut, it's going to be over... I mean, it, 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 it's easily going to be over 200 million. But I think, you know, if some, if some, if some exits are going to happen, it's, it's, it still can be, it still can be addressed. I think it, it can be, it, it still can be done well. Uh, if you look at players here, you have got Merlin Pjanic, who's earning sixty mil. I mean, that that's uh, that in in terms of wages. I mean, he's gonna earn sixty million uh, in his career. Uh, you, you look at Pedri, who's who will be earning who who, who will be earning that much of money again. I I, I think. I think it's going to it's going to take a huge huge amount of uh, 
thing to actually see this see this thing out. You look at Antoine Griezmann and his annual salary is 45 million euros. You look at Miralem Pjanic, it's 8.4 million euros, which rounds up to 180,000 per week. Frankie de Jong is 20.8 million euros in a year. That's that that's absurd. Gerard Piquet earns 12.7 um, Sergio Dest is uh, Sergio Busquets is earning fourteen point nine, which is almost fifteen million euros per season. That is tremendously expensive for a guy who's not performed the last two seasons. Usman Dembele himself and Samuel Umtiti, they both earn 12 million euros. I mean, Usman Dembele has been transferred to Hospital FC from the last. How many years I don't know, but he's earning 12 million euros alongside Samuel Mtiti, who's not even considered to be fit for this. I mean, for 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 for, for this Barcelona team anymore. Sergio Roberto is earning around 10 million euros per year. You look at Marc Andre Ter Stegen, who's uh, earning 8.5. That's pretty much a decent amount for him. Jordi Alba is earning 8.5. I'm okay with that. Coutinho is earning 8.5. That's a bit absurd for me, you know, 8.5 for Coutinho. This this is a very, very bad... You you don't want to have this kind of team. It's as simple as that. They're in a big pit, then they can... They, they, they can actually know what they want to do. Here now, Barcelona and Atletico Madrid had proposed a swap deal between Saul and, and Antoine Griezmann. If I'm Antoine Griezmann, I think that, you know what, last season, I played with Lionel Messi. I know that Lionel Messi and myself, we don't get along too well on the pitch because of... Uh, the similar playing style and the similar position that we like to play. But we did well last season and it's no secret that I can do it this season as well. So why should I leave? You know, if I can play, why should I leave? On the other hand, there is Barcelona who want to raise cash and then Griezmann will have to go because he's on tremendous weight, 45 million a year is absurd for a guy who's not performed uh, for you that much. He's been a flop, uh, to be fair. I mean, a lot of people don't see him as a flop. I see him as a proper, proper flop this season at Barcelona. Not just the season the season that has gone by, but all the other, the other season that he's played as well. I think it's been a big struggle for Griezmann at the club. But now, if Griezmann wants to go back to Atletico Madrid, Atletico Madrid have moved on from Antoine Griezmann. That's something that we should know. They have brought in Joao Felix, who will be uh, the guy to take them forward for years to come now. Uh, they've got different personality now in Marcus Llorente, guys like Rodrigo de Paulo I think is a fantastic player, uh, good defence again, they have got the identity changed a little bit, I don't see here a place for Antoine Griezmann, I really don't, I'm sorry but I don't see a place for Antoine Griezmann and the deal has fallen off, 
to be fair, the deal has fallen off. So where is Antoine Griezmann going to leave? But again, if I think that I'm not going to fit in this team, why should I be here if I'm Antoine Griezmann? I might think like that. Who is your options? Where are your options to exercise Paris Saint-Germain? It's not happening. Surely it's not happening. And Helty Murray has just signed an extension. And he ain't going to let you play in a free role at the right-hand side of Paris Saint-Germain. You look at Premier League clubs. You already have Liverpool out of the equation. Manchester City, maybe. But they've got players of their own. Bernardo Silva and Phil Foden are doing the job. Quite young than Griezmann. And maybe they do have got some time left in their career as well. You've got Riyad Mahrez as well there. Why would you even take Antoine Griezmann? Chelsea? They've, played, they've paid 100 million euros for Kai Havertz. Why? Why in the blue hell would they take Antoine Griezmann? Now, I mean, they've played 100 million for Kai Havertz. And that's substantial amount of money so I don't see them paying somewhere 30 to 40 even 30 to 40 for Antoine Griezmann that will be big I mean they've got the money but they've already got players playing in that position I mean Mason Mount's one uh, play on the left you've got Timo Werner who's a big big again he's he's been caught up by the at a very big wage in a Again, you know, Christian Pulisic's there. Centre forward is not his position, so I mean, you can always discard him out of Chelsea. Manchester United don't need him. Tottenham, I don't see him going there. I mean, he could be a fit of Tottenham, but I don't see him going there. And Bayern and Dortmund, he's not going to go there. You have got the Italian clubs. Maybe Juventus take him, but they've got already got Dybala. They've got their own financial losses to be covered. So I think now Griezmann will stay at Atletico Madrid. I, I, I don't see him leaving the club. As for Saul, he's, he signed a nine-year deal back in 2017, which will run out till 2026. So we'll have five years left on his contract. He's asked the permission to leave the club. And I think, I just think, that if he's interested in a transfer, they will grant him. Maybe Manchester United take him, maybe Liverpool take him, Chelsea might take him. Well, these three clubs are linked to him. If Barcelona take him, I mean, imagine a midfield of De Jong, Saul and Pedri. It looks very, very good. But the big thing about Saul is that he has not been able to stay fit uh, over the course of a season at Atletico Madrid in the last two uh, campaigns that have gone by. And that might just be a very big thorn in the way that Barcelona want to operate in that is something that I would like to acknowledge here. As far as for the players who are not really registered, I think it's going to be a big, big problem for them. I just hope that everything goes up to plan. I'm, I'm a Real Madrid player. I'm a Real Madrid fan, by the way, but I, re I really hope that it, everything for Barcelona goes up to plan. This Griezmann's whole thing is not going to work. I've heard one thing... Again, and it's between Merle and Pjanic and Aaron Ramsey. Why are you going to take Aaron Ramsey? He's on tremendous weight. I mean, he's 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 making a lot of money even now at Juve after not being fully fit. What is he going to do at Barcelona? Is he going to play? I don't think so. Why would Aaron Ramsey go there? 
even if he takes a pay cut, I won't go to Barcelona if I'm Aaron Ramsey. And, you know, Pjanic to go back there, it's just... It, it, it's just still making sense, you know. It does not make any sense. So, I'll say, for now, Atletico Madrid won't be... I mean, I'm sorry, Barcelona won't be tempted to uh, get over this deal. I, Felipe Coutinho's been linked to a move to Milan. They've got rid of Hakan Chalanoglu. They need Coutinho. Abdaz is not been prolific in the last couple of seasons. I think still the priority is to extend Frank Kessie after Chalanoglu's left. Not Coutinho, you're not going to take that risk. Coutinho to Liverpool makes sense. Well, Liverpool aren't going to get there. You know, it's going to be a bit of a tough, tough days for Barcelona ahead. I hope they get the signings done. Signings registered. I mean, Dembele again. He's out for some weeks. No one's taken him in this transfer window. He might leave next season for free, but that's not gonna. That's that's not gonna just get hit some of his wages up. I, I feel sorry for them to a certain extent, but I mean, I'm, I'm loving it. And as a Real Madrid fan, Real Madrid's own financial conditions aren't very good, but I mean, I'm re I'm I'm really loving it at the moment. We now move on to Atletico Madrid and their new attacking options. I mean, this team looks very, very well oiled at this point in time. You look at players like Llorente and Rodrigo de Paul and Luis Suarez. This team looks so very, very good. This team looks better than Real Madrid in terms of the offensive options. I just think Diego Simeone should move on from it. It's been quite the time that he's played this defensive approach. They started with that attacking approach last season. He stumbled in one or two games, and that's going to happen when he again reverted back to that cautious approach. And in the end, it did get him success. But is it going to get him success this year? I don't know. I I'm really for I'm looking forward to see Rodrigo de Paul play for Atletico Madrid. I'm really death to see him and I'm, I think the defence is always going to be good with Hermoso and uh, the others you know Trippier is going to play right back I don't think Manchester United are going to play pay 40 million for Trippier this season at least when he's 30 I mean it makes sense that Trippier also gets some experience here and then go back to the Premier League uh, Savage has had been tremendous last time around Oblak's Oblak uh, you've got to chuck in Jimenez or Felipe, the boat will do your job. Uh, they've got Koke as a defensive midfielder. Probably have Hector Herrera instead of him, but Koke always plays. Llorente, Rodrigo de Paul in the midfield. You've got Felix. I mean, that, that, that team looks very, very solid, doesn't it? I mean, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And El Correa, Koke, and, and El Correa. Felix and Suarez front three looks very, very appealing to me. So I'm really looking forward to Atletico Madrid. I just think that they have got a better squad than the other two. But from Madrid, I mean, we're staying in Madrid for now. And we are looking at Real Madrid. And they have officially unveiled their new signing. That's David Alaba. And that's possibly going to be their only signing this season. There will be more Sexodas from the squad, and I think one of them is going to be Rafael Varane. And as much as it hurts me to say, I 
been a lot more critical of Wrath of Iran than I've been applauding him, but I now seem to be admiring the greatness of that player, admiring the need of the hour for Wrath of Iran. I've always loved him, but he's been a reason for criticism a lot of time. See, two years ago, which, well, last year, not, not two years ago, in last year, uh, performance against Manchester City at the Etihad, you know, against Juventus, against Ajax, Juventus, that famous 3-1 escape with the Ronaldo penalty in the very end, that terrible game against Ajax, I mean, Real Madrid have suffered a lot, you know, that game against Paris Saint-Germain at the Parc de France where we had uh, Ferran and I think it was Nacho, he has been underwhelming some of the other times, but now I seem to recognise the amount of need that we have after seeing in the Euros how good he was with France. Again, showing the leadership. I mean, Kimpembe is hopeless for me, but I mean, Raffle Varan is a class apart. And, I, and I'm really sad to see the back of him, but I respect his decision. He wants to have a taste of the Premier League. He's won everything there is to win at Real Madrid. And in some ways, this is the end of an era, you know. We've seen Cristiano go, Ramos will be going, Marcelo and Modric are in the last years of their contracts. Maybe Modric signs an extension again. Uh, Marcelo, I don't see staying at the club uh, after the season. And Benzema, more, probably two more years this season and the next season. And I don't think Benzema is going to play after that. Crows will be retiring next season. You know, after the next season from professional football, so it's it's probably the end of an era. I mean, they're, they're thinking of uh, shipping out Isco as well, who's been one of the integral part of uh, the success story with the Champions League and everything. So it's it's probably the end of an era right now. I mean, a lot of people have left us. You know, Keller Navas has gone to PSG, and I'm very sorry for him, Keller Navas. I mean, he's Again, going to be tested with another goalkeeper, Donnarumma. The first, Casillas and Courtois, and now Donnarumma. The pain doesn't end for him. But, you know, in a way, it's 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 been one of the highlights of my life to actually watch this Real Madrid side go and win everything around there is to win. But now is the possible thing that we can actually concentrate on. It started with Carlo Ancelotti. And it will end with Carlo Ancelotti at the helm, with uh, Zidane, Charisma in the middle, and a catastrophic period with everyone. Right? So, but again, it's going to start with, it started with Ancelotti, and it will be ending with Ancelotti. So, Real Madrid and uh, sources closer to Real Madrid, and a lot of the newspapers have indicated that Florentino Perez has said that the checkbook's been closed. That means uh, there will be no signings. And I think, in a way, that is the reality. But, you know, to looking into the hindsight, I think this is a proper way of backing off, in a pro proper way of making an excuse towards the budget and everything. I think they need some players, Real Madrid needs some players. 
especially Carlo Ancelotti, he's not going to complain, but deep down he knows that he needs some players because, I mean, the back line hasn't been tested a lot this season. I mean, they, they have been very, very solid. I think they will be solid next season as well. Uh, I, I see playing a very decent brand of football. I see them playing a very decent brand of football, but again, I think they need a good centre-back, Real Madrid. Need to track some of the best talents around. Groom a centre back along with Nacho Militao and Alaba. I mean, if you look at the centre back options, I mean, if you look at a back four, if you look at Monday, Alaba, Nacho probably, and Carvajal, you're looking at a very decent option and very decent back four. But when you look past them, they're not many. I mean, Jesus Vallejo, oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, he, he is not going to stand in that way. I mean, you have to think of something, you know. Jesus Vallejo can't play as centre-back for Real Madrid. And on his loan at uh, Levante, I think it was. Hasn't done really well. You know. What are you going to bank on, Jesus Vallejo? I think they need to sign someone. Probably, you know, they're going to need some of the guys coming back of uh, the loan deals I think uh, Odegaard will help <laughs> Luka Jurovic might help as well just getting into the back line Gareth Bale I think if he plays if he plays the goals will come if he does not play he's going to sit on the bench I think Carlo Ancelotti is prepared to give him a chance he's prepared to play him I think the goals will come if he stay patient but not if we don't uh, the midfield's not particularly the point of concern with Modric, Cruz, Casemiro. You can always chuck an Alaba there. There is Fede Valverde. You know, Odegaard's coming off very well from that loan deal to Arsenal. They've also got likes of uh, other players uh, like Isco and Antonio Blanco. I think is a very, very good player. I think right now for Real Madrid is that they need to know what their possible outcome will be once Rafael Varane will leave the club, which I think is a realistic possibility right now. It's not just a thing in the air. I think he will leave for Manchester United when they come calling. So I think they need to act fast and they need to act fast on a centre-back. I don't see them just waiting up for the opportunity to come. They need to go and find someone, go into the lower divisions or probably go into the remote areas like Portugal, not remote areas, remote leagues like Portugal, Netherlands and the others, you know, just hunt in Italy if you get someone in there. I don't see them making make, making a big hunt, but I think they need their centre-back. As for Rafael Varane, you know, we need to talk about him. He's not really pressurizing Real Madrid. He's going to respect Real Madrid. And due to this, Manchester United have been let the permission to just negotiate with Rafael Varane first. I think the personal terms, as reported, are not going to be a problem. But the thing is that Real Madrid will need a lot of cash. And I think they will be getting around 50 to 60 million for Rafael Varane because he is a tremendous centre-back. He is in his prime. And if you just look back at the accolades that he's won, 
who's to say he, he is one of the best around you know if you need a transfer and who better to partner Maguire in that centre-back role with Raf, other than Rafael Varane I mean proven centre-back of Real Madrid what else do you want so I think he's going to get that money Perez and he just needs to chuck off some of that money on a proper centre-back and I think that will solve a lot of their, a lot of his problems that's it for me today. That's uh, all that we could actually cover this this time around. That's Barcelona, Real Madrid, and a brief uh, section of Atletico Madrid. So uh, until next time, we'll see you guys later. Uh, be sure to check onto my Instagram page. It's weeklypod.xt. You can send your queries down there. Collaboration DMs. You can message me there. Uh, I'll, I'll be open to receive all your messages. I'm planning to do a YouTube uh, YouTube videos, but I'm just think, you know, that might just be dubious. Again, I'm just planning to do it. Maybe I'll start it. So that's the start of the second season. I can't wait to get on with this. Uh, we'll meet until next time. So take care of your families, take care of your friends, take care of yourself. Be safe, be healthy. That's all from me today. Thank you very much.